Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those different ideas together. It's Friday, July 19th at 2 p.m. in London. In my last episode, I discussed why we've recently downgraded equities to underweight. A big reason for this change was simple. We hold our lowest equity recommendation in five years because our investment framework projects the lowest risk-adjusted returns for equities in five years. But like any view, there are risks. What follows is a discussion of the key areas of disagreement between other investors and our own view, how we address those, and the developments that would make us most worried about being wrong. The first point of contention is around central banks and whether their support will continue to push markets higher. The Federal Reserve is expected to cut interest rates at the end of this month, and our economists expect the European Central Bank to embark on a second round of quantitative easing later this year. With stocks near recent highs, the market seems confident that this support will outweigh any other challenges. We disagree. As we've noted on earlier episodes of this program, we think a regular lesson of the last 30 years is that when central banks have eased policy while data has weakened, weaker data has frequently won out. And then there's the issue of how much central bank support is already expected. Over the course of 2019, markets have steadily expected more and more aggressive action out of both the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank. Given these high expectations, it is possible that central banks deliver what, by all accounts, is an aggressive response. But if that's already expected by stock and bond markets, it may have a far more limited effect. Weak economic data and expectations of central bank support have pushed bond yields lower, leading to a second critique of our call. Stocks will end up being supported because other asset classes, specifically bonds, look even worse. This is a fair point. Valuations for stocks do look better than bonds for most major markets that we follow. But while this statement is true, we think it's important to acknowledge it also has several key limitations. First, comparing stocks to bonds is a question of valuation. Our work shows that valuation is an extremely good predictor of what will happen over the next 10 years. It's pretty good over the next five years. It's so-so over a three-year horizon, and it's extremely unreliable over the next 12 months. If you are putting money away over the next five or 10 years, equities absolutely look preferable on the metrics we follow. But over the next six to 12 months, the time frame for this downgrade, other factors we think can matter more. Stocks in Europe, after all, have looked very cheap to bonds for most of the last five years. That hasn't prevented disappointing overall returns and several large declines in the meantime. Another question we get is around investor sentiment. Warren Buffett famously said that it's good to be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Many investors we speak to don't believe that sentiment is overly optimistic, noting rather muted flows in the global equity markets and therefore less risk to markets overall. We'd agree that overall investor sentiment looks pretty middling, at least based on the metrics that we follow. But our concern is that while things don't look excessive overall, optimism is more extreme within certain market segments, specifically stocks that offer both quality and growth. With all this in mind, where do we think we could be wrong? The biggest risk, in our view, is that the economic data doesn't continue to weaken like we expect, but improves, just as central banks continue to pile on policy support. That would boost stock markets, contrary to our expectations. But if this was going to happen, if central banks were able to engineer a boost to growth on a sustainable basis, we think we'd be seeing higher commodity prices, higher inflation expectations, and higher longer-term interest rates. We aren't seeing this yet, at least not in a meaningful way. If we do, we may have to reevaluate. 
Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the latest Thoughts in the Market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.